Just want to send a shout out to Real Edible Treats. Real Edible Treats, um, yeah, man. They, they have some great products. Um, their juices are out of this world. That tamarind room is nice. Yeah. I, I actually, yesterday I had the uh, Tropical Punch, the Seamoss Tropical Punch. And Seamoss is one of those things, man. Just remember, man, those hold a lot of minerals. A lot, a lot of minerals. The body holds about 102 minerals. Seamoss has 92. So you're talking about 95% of the things that you need from zinc to copper, mm. to uh, magnesium, manganese, I mean, everything, and that one plant, or what I'm saying, or, or um, herb, as, it, as most people. I gotta try that June plum. June plum is nice, too, and I even know what June plum is. June plum is Jamaican, Jamaican fruit, I'm like, oh, <laughs> It was good, though? She says, good. It, 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 has, it tastes like pear. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, and that, um, and that uh, palate or whatever, it tastes like that, but it was good. And you can taste the sea moss. Now, I get my shit infused, of course, because I'm a pothead. Um, so, that, even that part of it, I was like, I'm like, that's my chemist. You know what I'm saying? Because he's putting the, right, so, because he's making sea moss, he's infused, he, he's, he's blending it with the juice or the, the natural, just the fruit. Whether, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I think in his tropical, you know, he has the orange, he might have the papaya. I mean, just tropical shit he know he yeah. can get. And so, so you got that in the sea moss. And then he's infusing the cannabis in there, like, this nigga doing, you know? Yeah. So, Follow Real Edible Treats on Instagram. It's based out of Mount Vernon. Place your order. Make sure you support black-owned business. And if you mention No Ideas Original, it might drop a couple dollars for you, so. Yeah. It's worth it, though, the drinks. The drinks yeah, man, so especially in this that. time with, with, you know, everyone on their health kick. And because, you know, the immune system is being attacked by this coronavirus. Mm -hmm. The immune system needs to be very strong. You know what I'm saying? We talked about the fear, and fear is one of them, but what you put in your body to simulate in your body so you can live a healthy life is most important. So. Yeah. And then make sure you also support Brothers Body Bomb for your moisturizing needs. If you dry hand, niggas, it's fucking <laughs> hands looking right, son. And then again, shout out, to, um, shout out to the bros, Straight Bangers. They got the 20 for 20 project coming later this month. They provide us with the beat that you hear in the background for the podcast, so look out for that. Also, it's going to be available on Bandcamp. What'd you do this week? Listen, man, I stayed, you know, I'm a homebody. <clears throat> I guess we all are. Um, <laughs> just more studying, man, more of my herbs and stuff. Um, that's been taking up my time. Watching my kids just not how, <laughs> they're just becoming, children are just a part of the quarantine. Like, watching them do nothing and have a reason for it. Is it driving these millennial up? ideas. It's like, did I do that? Was I like that? Was I just that stubborn or mouthy? I know I had a mouth. I know my yeah. mother was like, smack shit out of you, son. There's no respite now, though. Like, there's no there's no break. You you forced to interact with your, your loved ones all day. And Sometimes you need that little bit of time apart to recoup. But I'm also seeing, I'm also seeing the, the open window of the new wave of Staying home now, though. 
most people people are jumping on their phones people are jumping on these videos I'm trying to tell you and I had a dope little video session with my peoples man it was about eight of us and it brought a couple other people in there and it was like oh look at you this, this. all of us are grayed down silver clan we silver back crew for real son everyone is grayed down some niggas ain't got their team but anyway listen man we all healthy we all look good and it was good to see man so I could see that becoming a a norm, a norm man. for real for real baby. yeah for real yeah, we did, um, my uncle's been facilitating, like, family reunions via Zoom. He did, so far, I think, two? Yeah. He did two or three. The last I one. I told you, I went to, a, I went to a four-year birthday party. Last Zoom, right? Every, everything last is virtual Saturday. now. <laughs> everything is virtual, so, you know, did Zoom. the Zoom thing. There's been some talks about, like, folks that I grew up with, um, us putting together, like, a Zoom reunion also, so that's something that may be in the yeah. works. Yeah, you, you know what? Not for nothing. You get to see everyone, and crazy enough, you get to hear who you want to hear. It's like it's not like it's like in a room where you hear this crowded noise. Don't really yeah. to do that. Nah, you get to you can actually when you're talking to someone, you see someone in the corner. Yo, what up, nigga? Yo, da, 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 yo. And they looking right at you, and you can hear you. You can go back and forth while you simultaneously. You can hear other shit yeah. going on. Yeah. So yeah, man. Um, it's the new wave, baby. It's been, you know what? I was telling you earlier, like, I feel like there's some sense of normalcy being um, restored. Like, this week there's been, like, a lot of work-related meetings also that I've had. Virtual, though. Um, so, but that shows me, like, there was a point where it was, like, and that's radio not silence. Keeping it real. Yeah. Virtual meetings. I was doing virtual meetings in 09, 08. I remember doing those. And I was saying to myself, this is, this is, this is going to turn a corner. And look, mm-hmm. man, we actually need it. Like, yeah. Nah, just because social... Like, you know, human contact is still needed, man, and, and it's healthy for us to communicate. So, yeah. And then, um, Latanya, we have we have Amazon Amazon was it Amazon Prime? Amazon, yep. So we got that Prime TV, and I don't know how Tanya's been doing it, but she's been finding like all these hood movies, like yeah. these black hood on movies Prime. for us to watch on Prime. Shout out so, to Prime, yeah, Hulu, we, Netflix. We, we, yo, some of the movies we we've been watching though. It always starts off with like, yo, I found a good movie. Right. It'll come on and be like, yo, damn, this movie janky, this shit bootleg. But then I'm you watch you. it, you be like, oh man, this is actually good. And them and them and them three video networks I'm talking about, they getting paid, son. Yeah. Because everyone is jumping on now. When like I said before, when you you watch the movie premiere, you be like, all right, I'm gonna go check that out the movie. Now you waiting to see it. Is it come on, Hulu. Come on, Prime. <laughs> shit. So I got Prime. Then I'm gonna get the trial for seven days, and I'm gonna take it yeah. off and watch the movie. Yo, but crazy, you know so. what? You know what? What I like best about those movies, I always tell them, I'm like, you know what? The acting may not be the best, the script may not be the best, but when nah, I see those movies, I'm like, joints. yeah, but when I Some see them, I'm like, yo, joints, this is dude. a dude in the hood who probably said, yo, I'm gonna write a script, or they it almost book, feel like, and they like, I want to bring this to life, and they put. It almost feel like you did. came up on something like, oh shit, nobody know about this. Cause anybody watching it? Yeah. You, you watch it, you're like, this is dope, John. We, um, some of them pull, some of them will pull in like, um. They'll pull in like B list or C list actors, actors you may yeah. know. People you've been seeing in a minute. Yeah, yeah, or reality stars yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like last night we watched um, we watched two movies by Hoops from Flavor with Hoops from Flavor Loving It. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was and they were decent movies. She was alright. Yeah. They were decent they were decent movies. It was a, it was about a um a woman and Jim Jones was in it too. Okay. Jim I Jones know. was a boyfriend. Okay. And then I think Jim Jones ended up getting killed. That's dope. And hit her. 
and his brothers, they were um, hustlers. Right. So she stepped in where he was at, and right, she was right. trying to run the family empire, and it was infiltrated by a rival oh, corps. It was like, yo, it's like reading like the the black novels. And and and, and for t and for today's audience, that would be perfect having people mm -hmm. you can relate to and see yeah. on the screen. So yeah, so doing some of that, and then the rest is, I guess, just like exercise, normal life, trying to just trying to maintain. That's it. I got a um a call today, or actually a text message today from our barber saying that um, they got yo, they got <laughs> Shout out to, to all the barbers. Go back May twentieth. He's like, yeah, and it's actually the day we go back is on the day that your your weekly appointment is usually scheduled. Yeah. That's people bread, son. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to your man Westchester with his barber. Yeah, Westchester Barber Academy. Shawnee, what up, bro? So yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about, this week's episode is called The Food, and we're going to be talking about food deserts. So, um... Food deserts. I'm a firm believer... What is a food desert? That's what I was just about to say, we got to start with. I'm a firm believer that in order for people to actually become educated or to have a conversation sometimes with people and enlighten them in respect to different things, you have to pro provide them with like a working definition, first and foremost, to, um, to work from. So for the purpose of this discussion, our working definition is going to be... A food desert is an area that has limited access to affordable and nutritious food in contrast with an area that has higher access to supermarkets or vegetable shops with fresh fruits, which is also called a food oasis. So we're going to explore that concept more as this episode goes on, but I wanted to kind of put that on the table so people can start thinking about or get a sense of what we're talking about when we when we mention a food desert. Nice, nice, nice. Well, listen, man, food deserts really areas that don't have no farmers markets, no supermarkets, and at least a mile to two mile, three mile radius going east, west, north, and south. So if you can't find none of those things in your immediate surroundings, you're in a food desert. Mm -hmm. And you should also know in those food deserts, you're not, you, 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 there's, there's, it's where you, you may have, you may have the most crime, poor nutrition, Starts to bring people out of you. Know, you, you ain't you hungry. You want to eat? Upset, yeah. yeah, son. That's what crime mm -hmm. and all these things happen. So that's though you got to look at those dynamics too when you're talking about food deserts and why they're not there. But be more. But you know you shouldn't have to be. Uh, uh, you shouldn't have to go so far out of your community. You know what I mean? To mm -hmm. take a train and a bus. You know what I mean? Just go get some fresh apples like yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah so that's that's I think like one of the misconceptions that people have as it relates to a food desert um, you know if you grow up in an urban environment a lot of times people feel that food is readily accessible mm -hmm. but you know growing up in the Bronx yeah we may have had a bodega in every corner those, but what is the, what's the quality of the food that's provided? How long that food been on the shelf? Exactly. People don't even. That, that, I think <laughs> bodegas have been just decoration stores for <laughs> the candy store, son. They may have some. They want to have one Thai detergent, one loaf. Now they have a couple loaves of bread. But as soon as you come in, your eye catches the chips and the in the bed. That's Cookies, it. Yep. Anytime you go in a bodega, and as soon as you look at the counter. Every candy in the world from Snickers, kid candy store. That's what you grow up in in the, in the city. So having no supermarkets, having no farmers markets, and farmers markets is not so much in a lot of areas either. You really got to stretch out for that. You got to you know, mm -hmm. get in your car and go into a farmer area to get that. And, and that's that's one of the things that we should look into, and in, you know, with with this, with you know, with things the way they are now, man. If if you have a little plot of land somewhere. And you ain't doing nothing with it. Turn it over, drop some heirloom seeds in there, 
and start eating from home. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because there's food out here. I'm telling you, man, they got these they got these places shut down and these yeah. meat these meat markets are not opening, man. Yeah. These, these places that, that sell even, meat. Even the quality though, you think about even the quality of the food that you can get from supermarkets and in urban environments, the quality of that food versus going to a farmer's market or right. coming out to the suburbs or, you know, more rural areas, just the quality of food. So you may go into Seatown uh, Associated or something like that, and you'll see that they, they'll have more of a selection than the bodega has. Oh, hell but yeah. you also Absolutely. have to step back and think about, like, what is, where, where are they actually getting their mm -hmm. product from? And then also, I think you and I were talking about the other day on the phone, and we were saying, like, when this is all said and done, you know, like, how much of the meat or the products that's actually, that they actually have, how mm -hmm. long have those things been right. laying around? Because Listen, it's not like they're freshly cultivated. You had, you had company Tyson, was it Tyson, Tyson Chicken? Yeah, Tyson Chicken. Shut down their, their facility. Now, Tyson's, that, the one, that particular facility that they were doing a report on is a pork facility. We don't want to be pork, mm -hmm. but people eat a lot of people eat pork. Now the people that work in it's like twenty eight hundred, about twenty eight hundred employees they employ in that in that facility. And, and the reason why they shut down to get them to go back. And, and the reason and the reason why they shut down maybe about a hundred and so of them. Someone came up with the corona. Mm -hmm. That shit bugged me. It's like, damn, corona, damn, this shit is fucking everywhere. Yeah. It's touched everybody. Like, it's crazy. But I was thinking, I was like, wow. That takes 2,800 people. So that's a lot of fucking meat. Mm -hmm. Some places have meat into like, what was I reading about the, the, the meat? There's something I was reading. Sitting probably for months and months on end, right? Not just in the month, because it's only been it's only been March. Um, it's just it's an astronomical, num astronomical number when you think about the amount of meat sitting in pounds. We're talking about 521 mm -hmm. pounds of beef. Yeah. 221 pounds of pork, 921 pounds of chicken that ain't moving. But, you know, we got Food and Drug Administration. You pump something in there, make it look right, shape it up, <laughs> clean it up, put it back. Put some dye. If you're not used to some reading, dye. you're not used to reading products, you're not used to reading packages, don't look just by the sell-by date. Look for the package, the package date. Buy, yeah. You know, you know We don't live in them days where I remember back in the days, we have butchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They chop it up right Very there for you, yep. wrap it up yeah. in a nice little white in a brown bag, yep. put a little bow on it, yep. send you on your way. And yeah. you watch them cut the meat. You yeah. watch them handle the meat. You can see if the meat was good. And if the meat was no, but they take the whole cow and this out. ain't good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you, 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 um, you know it's one of the tricks that, that supermarkets commonly use? Like all the old meat they'll put to the front. Figuring that people aren't gonna throw that's through rotation. It. They do that yeah. produce. Yeah, right? know that that's, people ain't gonna. That's the old produce trick right there. Come through it and make sure, like, all right, this. All is the legit. produce on top is the shit that was on the bottom, and mm -hmm. the, the shit they brought in from where we got it. They lay, they lay the foundation with that, and then they put the old shit on top, and then they rotate. Yeah, that's it. yeah. I, I think um, also just looking like from a from a uh, urban environment perspective, you know, like. When you bring it's tough into, living in, in the hood, man. yeah. When, when you when Bro. you when you bring in um, a strong. supermarket in the hood, but the supermarket is also in competition with McDonald's, the Chinese, the Chinese restaurant, store, the, the Jamaican restaurant, whoever it is. Yeah, so mm -hmm. people aren't necessarily going to reach for what they feel is nutritious or 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 fresh. Sometimes people are going to reach for whatever they feel is the most easily 
accessible. And again, like just how we started off saying, like this is about what nu nutritional food, right? Not just thinking in terms of do people have accessibility to food because folks may have accessibility to food, but truth be told, having that accessibility to food is it limits food is you. No good. It limits you, man. Yeah. You're limited to what you can reach for, and you know, like I said, in a time like this. This is, this is a good time for us to, to, to focus on our health because our immune systems are, are being attacked. You know what I'm saying? So don't skip when you first eat. And you, you got to realize, like, when you're coming into a supermarket, there's a reason why when you first come into a supermarket, you going right to produce. Mm -hmm. That should be the first thing on your mind. But most people, left that, <laughs> going right to cookies and cereal and, and, and flour. I need to buy sugar. <laughs> And all of those things right there bring your shit down. The trick about the supermarket, everything in the middle, you don't need. Mm -hmm. Always, if, you, if you're shopping in there, oh, shopping on the outside. Yeah. Not in the, them aisles, stay out the aisles, my nigga. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get caught and you be in there zoning. There's 3,000 cookies, 40,000 Kool-Aid flavors. Listen, don't do it to yourself. Yeah. Stay on the outside. If you got to get your cold, you get cold cuts. After the fruit, there's the bread. Fresh bread. <laughs> then you got the seafood and the meat. And then you hit milk and then leave, nigga. Get the fuck out of there, yeah. son. I mean, even look for, for rural areas, rural areas, their food um, food desert shows up in the form of, whereas growing up in an urban area, we may have had local supermarkets or bodegas around, but there are rural areas that may be hard for people to believe in America where yeah. there may not be a supermarket for five miles. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, That's the, you know, you're living out there in, in the sticks. Yeah. You know, that's part of the game, man. But even in then, so you grow your own food. Mm -hmm. that, all that mileage. Let me tell you something. There's 23 million miles of useful land for the black man to use. We need to use that land. <laughs> We're using, like, not even a million of it right now, son. 23 million square feet, man. 23 million miles, yo. So what do you, what do you think is what, what do you think is the reason that we've moved away from Cities. Oh, well, uh, I'm about to say move away from rural areas. <laughs> thinking ahead of myself. From nutritional food, listen, I spoke on this, you know, the Food and Drug Administration, not to knock on them, but there's a reason why they're in conjunction. They know that food is addictive. It's your palate, your taste palate. So, especially when it comes to processed foods, they doctor it up enough to know what you're going to like. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? From the sugar and salt. And sugar and salt are more dangerous than any crack, any <laughs> cocaine you can think of. That's, that's the, yeah, that's that's the, the original riddle, yeah. addiction. Yeah. Now, people, you know what I'm saying? So, why people moving from, because people's lifestyles is changing. It's not like the penny candy store where, you know, back then, we were eating a little bit more healthy. People were a little bit more conscious because it wasn't, you didn't have it. Everyone didn't have it readily available to have all of the things that they had before. Mm -hmm. So we were getting by by a different means and a different set of rules. So going to the penny candy store was a treat. Mm -hmm. But we watched penny candy store turn into the bodega. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And they're all they're trying to offer you good food, but it's like it's not it's there. Not, yeah, yeah. So based on what's readily available, because we talked about you know we we. We ain't, we're not even a society, just we ain't thinking long enough to even think about something like that. Mm -hmm. So, we're not, we're not, it's not what we're going to reach for. Yeah, Latanya and I were talking the other night about, um, 
I had showed her online a picture of an old McDonald's Big Mac cart, and she was like, wow. oh, I remember that. She was like, that's when I, when I was a kid, and I used to go to 161st Street for McDonald's, and I was saying to her, remember when McDonald's was a treat? When McDevils. I was growing up, McDonald's was a treat. Brother was calling McDevils. Yeah, McDonald's was a treat. Like, every now McDevils. and then, your parents would take you to McDonald's. He said, he called, he said it's McDevils, Murder King, Sick Filet. <laughs> um, he said some other flash of Taco Hell. <laughs> yeah, said, don't touch that all, stuff. All those things used to be But it's ready available. Now and you get, you get the super Big Mac now for $2. <laughs> Yo. It's in your pocket. I can get it now. I ain't got to go home, go get some ground beef, cut up an onion, some green peppers, season it up right, get some cheese, the cheese that you want. Mm -hmm. People like pepper jack and all. Nah, so I get it now? Get it now. Yeah, nah, it's it's just definitely a different day and age where now it's just come down to about everything like we were saying before everything is about convenience so very convenient that's the word that's what i was looking for Um, yeah mcdonald's is now replaced society man convenience hall man yeah mcdonald's is now replaced or people view mcdonald's as being nutritious it's just the go-to for people but once upon a time McDonald's. you see how how mcdonald's stuck their little foot in there for all the nurses and all the frontline people oh they giving out meals it was giving out meals if you're a nurse all you gotta do is show your badge you get a free whopper a big mac i mean you can get your breakfast and your tea in the morning. I said, look at this. That shit, how you sluggish. You and I'm saying to myself, to go don't, to the, don't the nurses see that you ain't supposed to eat that? It's <laughs> a trick going on out here, son. <laughs> yeah, so here's something, here's something to consider, though, in terms of food deserts, right? So I do think that socioeconomic status factors into this. So if you mm-hmm. look at just what gentrification has done to mm-hmm. us, right? So now there are certain neighborhoods in the Bronx and the Harlem where... You have Whole Foods that come in. Whole Foods will come in and Whole Foods will offer um, food that provides us with nutritional value. Right. The only issue with it is that if we can't afford to get the food, the healthy or the nutritional food, then we have to resort to getting a what you $2 hero from what you the bodega afford. or McDonald's or something like that. And that, so, and that. And that's, and that's, and that's, and here's my alternative, my slight alternative to that. Even in the hood. You got a window. You can grow some peppers right in your window. Mm-hmm. I grew some peppers right in my window. That it, it took it took the summer to get them. You got to get to the repetition of putting that there. You, mm-hmm. you start small, something like that. And this is just a long shot. You get your window. You throw your peppers in there. You get six or seven peppers. You can freeze them. You can put them in. But you at least have an option of having. I got something fresh right there that mm-hmm. I can. And I remember doing that, and you know, the wife he took him. She's like, "Oh shit, you got those? I ain't even gotta go to the store." That was like, yo, hearing that said, "Oh, uh oh, I'm on to something here." But I knew that that that's I just need to see how that the experience of that. You know, she took them peppers out. She made some for the house. She actually used some for one of her clients because her clients was having a party. She threw them in the meatballs. No son, it was like it came so readily and handily for mm-hmm. not just for us, for but for other else, things yeah. too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, and those are the alternative, but not everyone has that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I and my my thing is, you know, but we live in a world where information is everywhere. You have to find or try your best to reach out to find where there yeah. there are food pantries. 
they may have some mm-hmm. healthy alternatives. So you ain't gotta go to the bodega. Yeah. Some churches right. hold food pantries where they may have a bag and they might have a garden in their the church. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, where you true. get some fresh onions yeah. and garlic and peppers and tomatoes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't gotta go to the supermarket and get that shit. Cause not even keeping it real, in the supermarket, you gotta be kinda you skeptical, gotta, skeptical with that <laughs> because it, yeah. yo, their 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 uh their products and their fruits, some of them, they got wax on them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that wax is cancer, all that type of stuff. Yeah. You gotta soak it in vinegar and all this other stuff. Is it an apple now? It should have yeah. been sitting so Yeah. I read a story in um I think in Detroit they opened up a Whole Foods and one of the things they did was they recognized that they couldn't compete with local supermarkets so they lowered their prices to be competitive with local supermarkets mm. in an effort to try to encourage people to actually come in and purchase fresh produce. But let's be real, like <clears throat> in the hood, if a person has minimal income and they have you know, a family of five, they gotta figure out how they stretch that $100 or whatever their monthly budget is for paying for food. So what you'll get probably out of a C-Town or a regular store mm-hmm. versus what you'll get out of Whole Foods, the regular store is probably gonna go a lot further. So that sometimes undermines the value of actually looking at what's nutritional, what's fresh, because people get so roped into, well, you know, well, food is food. I'm saying I wanna eat, and they're not, they're not thinking about all that other stuff. Information is everywhere. And even on a, on a, a, a stringent income, or if you're not making enough to, to feed your family, you know they're they're also they're very there's some other alternatives mm-hmm. you can use. Like, well, actually, you know what? It's not alternatives because you think about it. Like yo, growing up, I mean, my family grew up in the south, and growing up in the south, everybody had a field, and out back in the field, everybody mm-hmm. was planting something. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. But coming on, living on course, so there might be a family who who can't go get a steak, mm-hmm. can only get beans. A bag of beans stretch you out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can cook them, and you can leave them in the fridge a couple of days. The beans is good yeah. a couple of days after. You put a little seasoning on them, just with maybe some rice, or just the beans, my nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can stretch your, and it's not meat. It's not nothing crazy. It's not, beans are pretty nutritious. They're high in protein. Mm-hmm. high in phosphorus, too. You know what I'm saying? So you got to watch that. But... You know what I mean? You, you don't have to swing for the fences if you can't swing for the fences. Get a base yeah. hit, do things. But that shouldn't limit you just to beans. We, it has to. There has to be a way. Uh, you know, we have to work on helping people. We're finding a way to get and to get people, and educating yeah. people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because people don't know that they don't know. See what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you gotta put it out there for them to even just bust out. You know what I'm saying? And if they're brave enough to go further than that to find out what it is, give it to them, yeah. son. Knowledge should be free for everybody, yeah. son. There's, um, you know, the government now has, has, I know one of our staff before was telling telling me that she used to work for um, a program called Healthy Families. Yeah. And the whole program was about just making sure that new mothers and mothers with young children, that they were providing healthy options. Yeah. to their kids and making sure that their kids ate healthy. Yeah, that's, so that's there is some level of awareness where people are, they're trying to do the education around it, but when we come back around, I think also to like the, um, the socioeconomic piece, so there are some people that, you know, there may be, it may be a household where people are running and ripping and running, and yeah. mom don't have time to get in the kitchen 
to right. make a, a, a full nutritious right. meal. Right, right. And that's where like the KFCs and the Popeyes and whoever it is in the yeah, world, yeah, they kind of She, she, she done picked that up on the way home because mm -hmm. it's right down the block. She ain't got to get in no kitchen yep. while they eating. I can go yep. take a shower, and relax, it's and it's cheaper. Yeah. Night is done. I can go to, matter of fact, I might as well go to bed. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> My day is done. Finish. No, it's, it's, it's no way around, man. It's lifestyle. This lifestyle, you live in these areas. That is what the area, I mean, you become a product of your environment. You know what I mean? And these environments, it's sad to say that they are the way they are. They shouldn't be. Um, but they, that's they're here and they're they're. It, it should it should change. You know what I mean? It, it it takes someone brave enough to maybe put a supermarket in an area, and you know, just say fuck it. This is these are my people, and I you know I think it's it's gonna happen, man. We don't have any black supermarkets. That's what yeah. maybe it's what we need. We need someone who's wise enough to say. I need the supermarket right here, and I'ma hire these motherfuckers right here. Teach them about business, teach them about cashier, whatever the case is. Show them how to manage a store, how to manage produce, how to manage the butcher section. You need someone to come in and do that and show them prove. Cause somebody got the knowledge. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think if if we want to change the condition in the hood, while it, we still call it the hood, it has to be. Somebody not afraid enough to put business in the hood. Yeah. Keeping it real. I think what outside of the Chinese, the Asians are not afraid. <laughs> There's a Chinese store and liquor stores that's run by them and beauty. So apparently, they don't, <laughs> what the fuck? They're you, not afraid, son. You know what I think it is. And I know, and I know a couple, of, I know a couple of Chinese stores that will fucking get busy. <laughs> I think it's the, uh, the, the, um, the profit margin, though, like the things that they put in the hood are vices, right? So we like liquor, um, but that's but, that's, that, but see, that's so the, we need to figure out how we switch people or help people flip their mindset <laughs> to understand like a promotion of health, right? So we could figure out how, to, how as a business owner of a, of a black supermarket, we're promoting health and we put products in the community where people are like, you know what, like there's there's nutritional value to this or there's just there's this value in general to what it is that we're selling they need to then see people that, that look like them doing what's necessary for it to be done mm -hmm. that's it that's how that's how humans learn man seeing that's how, that's how the child don't listen to you and watches what you do mm -hmm. humans watch one another so they need to see that that it just needs to be seen it needs to be put they need to be a black whole food with people who know about herbs and people who have knowledge but we got enough people Shouldn't the conscious community, all these communities that we have, to do it? To be honest with you, now, I think that's how it will work. And then, what we consider the hood may become the neighborhood. The neighborhood <laughs> would be no different than any other rural area across America, because we're still in the same time and space. So why does it work in one area and not work in the other? Yeah. It's the people. What, what? Fuck all that. These people want the same advantages you get. Yeah. So. Give them the same advantages. Yeah. I wonder... I know it ain't that easy, I wonder, but... I wonder, though, like, you if, know what I mean? um, if in Harlem, because like I said, I know they have a Whole Foods in Harlem. I wonder if Whole Foods in Harlem is patronized, given that Har the, the demographics of Harlem is predominantly well, it's still African-American and Latino. Right. And now, because of gentrification, there are white folks living there, but I wonder if it's equal patronage. Right. 
I, I haven't honestly I haven't been I need to I need to visit and see. Yeah, that would be be interesting because I think that there, again, like the level of awareness. So if we could figure out prior to us even creating that supermarket, how do we get the message out that this this is this is what's happening? This is where it is. This is where you need to be. This is what you need to be doing. Then it makes it so much easier. Have have a if you have a grand open for a supermarket in a specific location, a location where you know at least 70% of the environment that you're trying to cater to draws that way with a bus, walk, train, cab, so you can visually see it, have yourself a vehicle, a van, that is like like the old school um, street team, <laughs> keeping it real, design the way it, and then maybe on a day, because color and vibrancy draws people mm-hmm. in, have our something side in front of there mm-hmm. where people could come by and that's yeah. so why I always told Janelle about having a tasting. Yeah, yeah. Have definitely. people get people used to get train their palate now. Yeah. So they know what Nell's kitchens uh roster pasta tastes like, what the jerk chicken tastes mm-hmm. like or whatever because she's always trying stuff. But that's how from a business standpoint you you, you one of the things I learned at Toys R Us, and I'll never forget it, Toys, Toys R Us would always come, and they used to open 40 stores a year. I'm like, how many fucking toys do you sell? <laughs> 40 stores. But they said the most important place is location. Now, that's old business term. Location, location, location. location. location yeah. But why is that? You want to be somewhere where at least one mile east, one mile west, one mile south, one mile north. That traffic is coming cross-mingling yeah, 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 that yeah. way on a day-to-day basis. And from there, it will reach out another mile, mm-hmm. another mile, another mile. And if you're buzzing enough, people will drive 10 and 20 miles because they heard of what's going on. Yeah. And that's how you do it. You find your central location. And then you, you brighten it up with shit they can't miss. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look that's, why, that's why McDonald's and if you notice, all the restaurants, they're red. Mm-hmm. That's the first eye-catchy color for anybody on the planet yeah. is red. You look when you see some shit red, like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, think about like, even now, like, what we're experiencing, um, the, the amount of awareness, I think, that has actually gone into looking at health. Like, now you see, prior to this, I don't know how many people were actually talking about yeah. CMOS, but now no, no, everybody no, no. is, like, on the CMOS kick. Be- and because of what is breaking down in people's lives, man, this... This corona has hurt, but I think it's starting to help because you're starting to show where we're weak at. Mm -hmm. We're weak in our health and our immune system, man. We're weak in those areas. Be like straight paper. It's killing people whose health is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually, 100%, I'm high risk. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because of my kidney situation. But there's some people out here with asthma, bronchitis. People that probably never went to the hospital, didn't know what was wrong, but had that little sharp pain, didn't mm-hmm. want to go because they were afraid to find out what it was. Everyone is scared here in the cancer yeah. world. Nobody wants to know if they have cancer because that invites a whole different mentality. You really slump in this. Like, oh, my life. You know, my uh, my wife and I, we kind of counsel a, a, a friend of ours who's going through some tough times because mm-hmm. she don't... She doesn't know how to deal with the, the adverse of knowing it, and then have to go through the sessions. That's the thing, and then you got a family, you got you got young ones, yeah. you got a husband, 
how do you juggle those emotions? You know what I'm saying? And I, I try to just use my scenario of how I dealt with my health situation. For one, I owned up to it. I know I ruined my kidney. Mm-hmm. That was pure self-neglect, 100%. Yeah. I did that to myself. But I also said, I have the I have the way of, of fixing it. If I broke it, I fix, fix it. it. Yeah. You know, you fuck it up, you change it. You know what I'm saying? And from that point on, it empowered me to, to now, I'm no longer thinking that I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm messed up. Now, I'm, I'm always on the uphill. You're on point. I'm on point. So, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm straight as an arrow. Yeah, so, point. you don't have to let it be a death sentence for you. But a lot, a lot of our people, a lot of people in general, are walking around with this premonition. So, yeah. You see Amazon. They got Amazon Fresh. They got Fresh Direct. Um, I wonder if people have the ability to afford it, and I also wonder about the legitimacy of how fresh it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that might just be like my own skepticism. Like, uh, are you gonna come and yeah, deliver you me some shit that's fresh? <laughs> be a male. It's on a package, man. It don't mean shit, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll tell you organic, organic chicken, really, <laughs> really. So, listen, you just you have, you just have to be mindful, but you you know. The information's out there. We gotta educate people, man. We just have to put knowledge out there. Leave the food on the table. See if people to eat. And um, you know, you don't want to force feed nobody because some some people are not going to change. Some people going to eat yeah. pork. Some people going to drink their beer. Some people going to smoke their cigarettes. Yeah. You know, you want a couple of ears, and that's the seat of the soul because once you hear it, you know what I'm saying. You can't. Once you learn it, you can't unlearn. Mm-hmm. You can't unlearn it, but once it's there and it sinks in. And it Pretty becomes much. a way of life. It becomes way, a way, way of life. Yeah, yeah, a way of living. Yeah, yeah. So. I do think, though, we have to figure out, like, how do we continue to bring awareness, especially in the hood, to, um, I to think just helping people understand it. It's by example, you know. But, but look, I, look I, shout, shout out, shout outs. To, and I, I, I just said, shout outs to Styles for oh, you having for, for Juices for Life. That's how you do it. You yeah. become the example. Now, he was fortunate enough in his position to open up a business mm-hmm. Like that, which is the best shit in the fucking world. Yeah. But for someone like myself, I'm not there yet, homie. I'm on my way. <laughs> I tell you, brothers, when brothers come, let's go. Let's, I know a fuck, uh, um, a juice bar, yeah, right here. And I brought my, my man, Big Trev, P.I., my man, Pooch Dre came through. We went over there. My man Trev got the maca pot. He's like, what's maca pot? I said, hold on, son. The maca pot to get your yang right, son. He's like, yo, let me get a pound of that. I'm like, easy, son. But that's how you do it. <coughs> if you know a couple of your buddies keeping it real may not be into that or they don't have, they're not readily accessible in their areas and it's accessible in your area, it's when you bring it. You ever try to um the wheatgrass shots? Yes, sir. Yeah. I used to go to shots. Shots. You know what they're good like for? Every day, man. You know what they're good for? We grass shots is to help it, help um, multiply your hemoglobin. Yeah. Right? That to, shit is actually to, green blood. Yeah, I used to go to, <laughs> go to Juices for Life every day, boy. Um, I used to get a kiss of, uh, the kiss of life. Yeah. That's some, some jaded <laughs> shit. Yeah, the kiss. I used to get what the kiss that? of life. It was like, um, palm, I think it's pomegranate. Um... Yeah, pomegranate is good for you. So. High vitamin C. Yeah. See, the kiss of life, I get a vitamin shot, 
And then every other day mm. I get like a weak rash shot. Yeah, nigga. And 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 high school, high, was, nigga, right yeah, there, son. Yeah, it was. You it might was be able good. to go play some ball with that. <laughs> it was good. I'm not gonna front, but I, I will acknowledge though, like I'm, I'm in a place in life where, you know, I could I could go daily, and spend the ten to twelve dollars, whatever it was right. on it. There's some people that they like, like when I, I would tell people that. like, yo, come through or whatever. They like, yo, damn, like yo. But you know what? Like eight dollars. Uh, but you know, it's, it's it's all it's all a perception because. Right, you may not you be able to eat dollars on some Chinese food, though. right? <laughs> so one day, motherfucker, go to, if if you can if there's an area where someone selling you go go get a uh, a pomegranate, go get a Chinese apple, sit eat that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, you ain't got to have the juice, you ain't got to have it in the mix. Yeah. Go get some pine, and you can eat the seeds, my nigga. Yeah, so, there's, a, there's a juice of life right down the be, street be, from be, our be, office. Be be um a little adventurous and explore. Some things. I'm sure people have come across a pomegranate. I ain't eat that shit. Nah, pomegranate's good. It's great. <laughs> they used to I, call them Chinese apples. I'm would like, you, would you, you, you go to a juice bar fit? Because I know there's two juice bars. Yeah. I know there's one on Main, and I think there's, there's one, one on Main, and there's one in Bethel. Okay, you love one in Bethel. I go to one in Main and Bethel. Are they good? Yes, sir. I, I know the, the, the one on Main is a young Indian guy that runs that. And every time I'm in there, I'm like, yo, God bless you, brother, because you kind of stole my idea because it wasn't one here. Yeah, I was but thinking I said, about that too. The fact that I was thinking about <laughs> it, I think I'm saying to myself, I brought that here in my thoughts. Yeah. Because I'm like, choose bar here. I'm watching all these Caucasians. I'm like, these guys, this is kind of, you would think this is something they're into. Mm-hmm. They may have at least one of them, even in their little Starbucks area. They might yeah. be like, hey, wow, <laughs> this is a market move right here. Yeah. And he came up with, and then the other one, is in Bethel, which is a ways away from that one. So between the two is a is a big proximity. Area. It's a big Yeah, big I haven't tried. I, I've never tried the ones up here, but I used to go to like I said, juices for life like every day. Yeah, so um, a juice. I you know what made me start going to juices for life? Cause um every morning, you know, I made it a point I'm like, I gotta get breakfast every morning. Um so I would get like um I'd have like oatmeal in the morning and stuff like that. Oatmeal's but, good for you. Yeah, but after a while, like eating it, like oatmeal's high in calories or whatever. So I'm like, damn, I'm starting to gain a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. Put some <laughs> pounds on you, As a result, so like, they put like, some pounds on. They keep your, they keep your fiber up, man. Yeah. So it keeps you Every keeps day. you regular. So I was like, I need to find me like a healthy alternative. And I just start going there. Like, but well, shout day. out to Brother Roy's. Brother Roy's two thirteen. You ever been to Brother Roy's on Not White Plains Road? There's a spot, Brother Roy's on White Plains Road. We grew up. Um, go on to and go get the super specials. The super specials to keep your shit right. Mm-hmm. And we used to go there and get that. And we used to, you know, it was an alternative from drinking or brew mm-hmm. or having some alcohol because he would put some extract in there that was showing up like alcohol. Mm-hmm. It gave you a little buzz. So you want to have that and alcohol. It's like <laughs> fuck your whole stomach up. So if you went for, if you was on your brother Roy shit, that was your day. Uh, you was on your brother Roy shit. But he, he kept all of the protein shit in there, all of the nuts. All, Still there? All, all that, I think they used to be on 213 from White. I heard they moved across the street, so he's still there. But it's an old black man, old Caribbean man, him and his wife down a spot. Might think some might run it now, because I'm talking about years, mm. son. But all, everything in there is for, and they've been there for a while. This is way before Styles had his shit. Yeah. To, and it, it, just the rosters and everyone being there. But, um, 
Outside of that, I don't think there's nothing else in the bro. Yeah. Your juice Thank at home? Thank God for I do. I used to juice a lot. I used to juice a lot when I lived in Maryland. I lived in Maryland. I bought myself a juicer. And I got and I really got into it. I started buying advanced juices. Because a lot of juices hold pulp. Or give pulp. And then there's some that just extract. And it's like almost nothing but mm-hmm. juice come out of it. And um, so I, I did that for a minute. And I'm telling you something, man. If you want something to assimilate in your body faster, it's liquid. Mm-hmm. Because food got to go through breaking down and mm-hmm. then it goes where it needs to go but if you want to get yourself something to happen fast juicing is it people go on to juice fast for weeks for days yeah. for 40 days and they see what it does to the body because you gotta what of course we're all cells cells form tissues tissues form organs but your cellular structure are made up of two things pretty much your greens and your your, 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 your greens and your fruit your greens all of your greens, all of the greens you eat, whether it's kale, whatever greens that you're eating that are nutrient for the cell, that is to construct the cell. That's the deep, like clean it up. Give it General a rule of thumb. Just you should have some green. Give it a bath. That's the human cell is doing that, and the fruit is the nectar. It's to give the cell the energy to keep doing the work of cleaning itself. So you always need fruits and vegetables. That's the byproduct of that. The flesh, you really don't need that. You can get pro. You can get kale and spinach. You can get. There's enough protein and broccoli that's in the steak. There's enough um, iron and um, iron and spinach. That's in something. Another. um, I'm trying to think. And spinach that's in chicken or something like that. So you don't always need the meat. You know what I'm saying? And I and I I, you know vegans they don't want to touch nothing. They want vegans don't even want to wear a leather belt. Let alone eat some fucking meat. You know what I'm saying? I want nothing, son. I want the tree made that shit. So, um, yeah, man, there's, there's, yeah, there's this, there's a prediction now, like in terms of the, um, that now we're gonna be experiencing this meat shortage because the mm-hmm. Tyson plant closing. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. You know, it's, it's hard for me to de- to determine because I've been to the supermarket, you know, and um, the supermarket uh, stop and shop up here. Is that they just like since all this came around, they've been running low on meat to yeah. begin with. So my thing is, now that <laughs> we're on this quarantine, you ain't supposed to go outside. Why is it meat shortage? But then, mm-hmm. right? It's is, a, is it it's, a production it's, issue, or it's, you know, people consuming a, it? What do you it's think? A, but 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 this is the crazy thing: beef in the month of March went up two percent. The consumption. <laughs> But the plants are closed. Not all the plants have closed, but a majority of them are closed where you will see a meat shortage. So the production is going to stop. Yeah. And it's, it's supposed to stop since yesterday. Well, today. Yeah, yeah. They said by Friday it's yeah. going to be a shortage. So listen, man. This is where you have to be creative and find alternatives and not run to your McDevils and yeah. your Sick Filets. Every, every, <laughs> you know, and I love, and I and I like, I, you know, I like, I like a, I like the Chick-fil-A niggas. I ain't even <laughs> I do. I, I can't even say how I like I don't. But, you know, I, I, I give, for myself, I give things, in, I always do moderation. try to do things in moderation. Yeah. I, I, that's one of the things I had to learn because mm-hmm. lose, you know, losing my kidney, I was balls to the wall, bro. I was eating that legal seafood. I was, 
I was having a smorgasbord, and I had no <laughs> one to tell me, yo, Rob, so, stop. I was around individuals, not their fault, who didn't know me. Mm-hmm. I was living in Maryland. They didn't know me like someone like, like Rice would say, yo, what you doing with what all you that? Doing, son? You all right? You're eating a lot, Rob. What you You're looking out of shape. You fix your face. <laughs> <laughs> you're, looking real, you're looking real sick out here, son. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm having a good time, and... That happens, so you can easily get out of control. Yeah. With just I'll tell you though, crazy. like how accessibility has really ruined um, our culture. Like when I went to Africa, in Africa there's not a supermarket, on every, there's not a bodega on every corner. Now why, now there's why, not a supermarket. Now why you think that is? That's because people are cultivating their their land and growing their own shit and. And you know, I was sharing with you the other day, like the land the is plentiful, yeah. man. What you put out it, what you put in it, comes out of it, yeah, unlimitedly. All of the <laughs> all of the different countries I've been to in my lifetime, every time I go somewhere else other than the U.S., you know, I eat the food. The food has it's a very fresh, distinct taste to it. Yeah, and at man. first I was like, damn, like, yo, why does this taste this way? And then I realized the reason why it tastes that way is because it was it's fresh food. You know, it's vegetables. And meat that meat that hasn't been injected, vegetables that haven't been sprayed, that have been grown, you know, haven't been grown in some damn America, lab or greenhouse. America is the home of the criminals, so we eating like criminals on the run. So yeah, right? but everyone's eating like criminals on the run. I got to I got to eat something. You go Let's in, put it together. In, in 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 Africa, you know, you go to there are different places that you um that you go to and in Africa what you find is that everywhere you go like there's always readily available some kind of vegetable something green. I went all through I, I went all through Egypt. I went to Cairo, to um to Luxor, Aswan. Those pictures was dope. So. Um Alexandria. You was you was you was around some important energy, bro. Yeah man. Yeah, yeah. And just seeing like the way that they live, you know, like they had the even like the markets that they had what was on sale in markets? Like you had, they had what would be considered like bodegas for them, but their bodegas was probably the equivalent of like maybe like a ten by ten, like a yeah. small little one person could stand in, get yeah. your shit, get out or whatever. Yeah, 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 but yeah. then you could go someplace and there'd be a market where it's nothing but like all kind of fresh food. It looks more commercial. It looks more commercial and nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't that type yeah, of vibe, it wasn't right. Now they had McDonald's and they had shit like that, but yo, the McDonald's there. The, the stuff that's on the menu for McDonald's there is not the stuff that's on the yeah. menu here. And it tastes completely yeah, different. McCamel? No. They probably have real McChicken. Right. The real chicken. The real McChicken. But every everything, just like the taste of the food, was completely different. And it took me a couple of days like for my palate to, um, to adjust. adjust. So the first couple of days, I was like carb loading. I was eating all kind of bread and shit. I'm like, yeah, I just eat the bread. I don't... But so you out, whatever. but you out there in the motherfucking sun, so you burning, mm-hmm. so your metabolism kick right back like, in. Yeah. I'm back home. <laughs> oh, this is what it feel like to be out this bitch. Yeah, and then be out here in America, pollution, <laughs> Corona, fucking place. This place gets on my nerves, yeah. man. After like two or three days, we started going to places and and, and just the food. I got, I don't know if it was that my palate became used to it. Or if it was something that just like that that connected to me or whatever, but your the body recognized, like, recognize, man. Yo, your DNA stretches, my nigga. Mm-hmm. It don't. It ain't just there to be there. That's all of your ancestry that just yeah, said, yeah. "Oh, welcome back." Welcome. 
<laughs> I'm glad you made it home, brother. Yeah. Make sure you come back again. Yeah, welcome back. But it's just, it's just to me, it's like if you, you think about it, like um, Egypt is a country, and what their financial means are, but yet they have an initiative to make sure that people eat fresh food. And there were some people there that, that clearly. But they that's were the hard continent. Up. That's mm-hmm. the way of life outside of America. Mm-hmm. That's the way of life right in Jamaica. They yeah. eat off the land, my yep. nigga. That's a fact. Or what? That's it in Brazil, Nicaragua, everywhere. That's that's just the way it mm-hmm. is outside of America. America is a business. It's commercial. It's it's it's, it's rigid. It's edges. It's buildings. And that's and it's laboratories. It's la- sun, <laughs> lab rats. You look at all what's happening, it's all on the coast of America, where there are metropolises and buildings and cities. That's what yeah. shit is happening. When you out here with fresh air, when we get the rain that comes, and then it might hail and shit just, all sorts of shit happens. No, nah, it's not happening in the city, son. It's you not know doing what's a, like a, an experience that over the, probably over the last 10 years that has happened to me also that I find to be interesting? Um, when I'm in the States, I don't eat eggs. Like, I'll eat eggs if it's mixed into something, like, as an mm-hmm. ingredient, but I won't eat eggs. But when I go abroad, you know, I'm He's able to, um, like uh, when I go abroad, I'm able to eat, you know, omelets and things like that and actually enjoy and appreciate it. So that tells me, I'm like, yeah, something clearly is going on right. with what we have going on over here. And that's just been my experience that when you go to other countries. I know, I know the food over here is not great at all. And I knew the difference a long time ago. Like, like I said, I grew up when my grandaunt went to a Jewish deli to pick up meat. You know what I'm saying? Because my great-grandmother was married to a Jewish man. And he put us on the plug of all the Jewish spots in the Bronx and Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And that's where we got meat. Yeah. We didn't go nowhere else. And then she had a garden. So between getting meat from them and, and a garden from yeah. her, there wasn't but much we went to the supermarket was maybe for a loaf of bread, mm-hmm. milk. Maybe a, maybe a uh, um, like toilet paper, paper towels. Mm-hmm. That was it. It didn't have. There wasn't. There wasn't even a microwave. There wasn't a frozen refrigerator sections. That's. I'm showing my age. But listen, that's how I know when food became more readily accessible, where you can package it up, throw it in the microwave, heat it up. Come on, man. Yeah. That's when cancer in, invited itself into our life because cancer wasn't big. Yeah. That's the microwave food. I found this online and this is interesting to me. So it says Harlem, the South Bronx, and Brooklyn have been designated as food deserts within New York City. And these food deserts, often they're only food suppliers or small, small corner stores that have a very limited selection of goods and provide very small or, or no amounts of fresh and nutritious food. So again, we just want to reiterate to you that when we're talking about food deserts, we're not just talking about the ability to access food. We're talking about the ability to access food that has nutritional value. Nutritional value, man. And they're, 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 that's, you need food with nutritional value. Human body cannot exist without food with nutritional value. Or your life on this planet will not be long at all. You want to extend life. Keeping it real, we can be here for a long time. But our imagination and thoughts keeps us at 60, mm-hmm. 70, 80, 90 the most. Yeah. You don't think you can live to 150 because, you, for one, you need to see it. Yeah. And that's people's faith. That's people's faith in themselves and in this, this vehicle, this avatar that we got. 
it can do it. Mm-hmm. But if we you live right. If you live right. <laughs> and you can't be so self-absorbed and not so absorbed with what the outer world is going on. You know what I'm saying? With 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 with, with the thought of it distracting you from your purpose. You know, because you need you, you need both. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta work well with others. You just can't go too far off the deep end yeah. on either one. So so we got, I mean, I think we got to figure out, though, like, as people, how do we educate people regarding this? Like, how, how do we make sure that the people, and, and then to me, certainly, like, this is one way to educate people by us using our platform to, um, to talk about it, but helping people understand that, you know what, instead of you going to get the bucket of KFC... We're going to send you the re- real edible treats and get you... A June plum sour sour sop. And we're gonna tell you, we ain't gonna let you know on the show, sour sop helps prevent cancer. I don't know what June plum does, because I ain't from Jamaica. But I know sour sop is good as shit. You know what I'm saying? And not and like I said, it's in conversation. It's in daily stuff. Maybe when you go to the now when brothers go to the barbershop, we may not be talking about the Nick game. Mm-hmm. Ain't much to talk about. No plug, no no disrespect. <laughs> But we, we, we can talk about fruits and vegetables. And we can talk loss. about healthy living. We can talk about exercise. Now listen, man, because I'm not moving around playing ball no more, so I'm not as lateral movement the way I used to be laterally or whatever, I done picked up cheek on. So now all my movements are stationary movements, but just moving either left, right, mm-hmm. up and down, but in a rhythm. Just for maybe 10, 15 minutes. And trust me, you do something long enough, and they're saying you will get tired. And you mm-hmm. start to sweat. But the, the reason why you do it, and there's one move, I even show it to you, son, real quick. <laughs> it's called, I call it, he calls it, keeping the sun upon your hand. And everywhere you go, when you put your hands up, you come down, your hands come like this, and you keep them up. And every time you come in, Take a deep breath and you let it out. You do that for 15 minutes. Just go down, come up. Just keep going. Don't stop. Listen, get some beats. <laughs> and trust me. And he says, every time you put your hand up, it's just opening your lungs. You yeah. get more oxygen in your lungs and your shoulders is connected to your lungs. Mm-hmm. You know, listen, man. I know we like playing ball. We got all these, you know, we got all of these uh these things that we attach to that we like to do, man. Change it up, man. Do something different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know something I think that... Um, she got me tired. It's, it's that, <laughs> it's, it's, I don't think it's enough, but I think it's a start. Like, I'll tell you, um, like, even at our company, and just in general, like, other companies that I work for also, like, they really recognize that um, wellness and preventive health is the way to go. So now they offer all kind of incentives people who are willing to regularly go to the doctor to get a checkup or people who mm-hmm. need a gym want a gym membership they'll reimburse for it because they recognize that if a person is healthy mm-hmm. on the back end for a business it reduces the cost of what the medical benefits actually are so to me that's a step in the direction of actually educating people right. in terms of wellness right. but I also think like the same way we bring other things into our life like um, like content that we consume we got to figure out also like how do we actually consume yeah that kind of information as well because truth be told that information is far more beneficial to us than what's going on in loving hip-hop 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not as sexy or well, as attractive to me. Met- meta- metaphysical is, is is one word. You know what I'm saying? Your mental controls your physical. Mm-hmm. So you got to feed yourself good mental food, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The knowledge that you're obtaining, make sure it's beneficial. Make sure it can help you develop yourself and becoming a better person or help someone else. You know what I'm saying? Your knowledge has to become your wisdom and your wisdom should show and prove so you now understand what it is that I'm talking about. You need to see it. You know what I'm saying? Wisdom is what gives you the the, the, the experience because you're showing up, you're, act, you're actually acting it out. You know what I mean? What it is that you know. So you got to be, you know, lead by example. You know what I mean? And, and don't be afraid to show, you know, let brothers know you're doing something different. Like I said, I tell brothers all the time, you're something in your cheek on. It's like now you want, they want to call me the monk now. Now you in the now you in the hills. <laughs> I'm like nah, nigga. But my lungs is good, motherfucker. You smoke too much weed, your lungs all right? I bet you I can run a lap, nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, so, man. yeah. So you know, again, like in closing, we want people to just have just have some type of awareness. And yeah, food, yo, yo, you are what you eat mm-hmm. and you are what you think. So not only what you put in your belly, because your belly is your brain too, know what you put in your head. Knowledge is the most important thing we all got, and it should be free. So if you got some, share it, man. Yeah. Make it, make it, to me, it's, I think it's also about like making an investment in your body. Like, you know, as cliche as it may sound, like, yo, you only have one body. Yo, and, and this you know, body you, is dope if you, if, you, yeah. if you do right by it. I know people that's doing right by it, and I'm looking at them like, you know, you amazing, my nigga. You looking right, so mm-hmm. keeping it real. And homegirl looking good, too. And you can tell they love it, and they feel like they're getting the best out of this, this shit to be in, you know? Yeah. Taking yeah. care of it, man. Yeah, so we just asking that, you know what? And Instead of you getting the bucket of chicken from KFC, like, yo, yeah, so happy to get some meal. fresh produce. Nah, leave a happy <laughs> meal, because the happy meal going to make you sad, son. Yeah. Word. So this this is closing out episode seven. This is all right, man. Listen, you know, man, food is important. I'm glad we had this talk, bro. Yeah, yeah. Again, you know, follow us on Instagram, No ID or Rich. We're Apple, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Google, Stitcher. There's some yes, other man. joints too, man. We need to. Yeah, we we we, we got to talk about some other platforms There's coming soon on YouTube yeah. also. Check real, us man. out. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.